are now tuned into Tree City Gaming Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the first episode of the Fire Team Fire Pack Podcast. All right. <laughs> episode numero uno. You know what I mean? It's the city's uh, dopest pack dope. of hunters. Emphasis on dope. Dopest, you feel me? All right. Featuring, you know, the one and only Sky King. And then I got my man Tree, Tree City, City Kid, Kid in the building. You know what I mean? And we're just, you know, we're going to do this podcast just kind of. As a part of the, uh, you know, Tree City Radio family, you know, you guys should definitely check out the Tree City Sports Podcast. I got my man Graham here uh, engineering for us. What's up, guys? You uh, me from Tree City Sports and then also Red and Blue Podcast, yes. which will be coming out soon. Yes, we actually got a, we're recording an episode of that tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that. Yep. Um, but this And podcast, you can just find that, Tree City Records, on all on everything. Yes, yes, TreeCityRecords.com for everything. Instagram. Yes. Twitter. Yes, yes, Tree yes. City Gaming. Tree City Gaming, Tree City Sports, Tree City. Yes, everything Tree City, you know what I mean? But, you know, this podcast specifically is just going to be focusing more on Destiny, you know? If you guys know me, and I know you know me, um, then you know I'm a super big fan of Destiny. That's really what I stream on Tree City Gaming. Um, That's really, like, my main game, all I play. Um, And, you know, kids really the same way. So we just... We've been playing it for a good amount of time. Very good amount of time. And... We're pretty involved in the community. We're not like big names in the community, but not yet, but but we're in there. We, yeah, for sure. And I think it's just one of those things where it's like we have we're always talking about the game and always like giving our feedback that we were just like, yo, we should just record this, add it to the podcast family, and put it out. So just so people can get our our take on things. Thanks, thanks. So you know, we just wanted to you know come come with that. Um, little intro, just give you guys like a synopsis of what this podcast is gonna be uh, going forward. Um, and, and hope you fuck with us, man. You know what it is. So um, we're gonna get into it, man. Um, it, so Destiny. Um, how do I say this? We're is talking it? Destiny two. Destiny two, obviously. Um, clarification. Clarification. Um, it's in a it's in a good place, man. It's in a good place. Like, um, where am I at on my rundown here? Uh, <laughs> Guardian intro. I guess I should do an intro of my guardian a little bit, but uh, I that's guess why we, we both play as hunters. Yeah, we're, we're both hunters. I gotta put that forward because if you play Destiny, you know you're a hunter, warlock, or a titan. You know if you're a bitch made, you're a titan. If you like wearing a dress, you're a warlock, and if you're cool, you're a hunter. You're so. a hunter. <laughs> and that's just how it is. <laughs> right. You know what it is. So, so uh, me personally, I've always, uh, I've always been a hunter, man. I played warlock and titan a lot more in D one. Um, but I really only played Titan and uh, what race is your hunter in D two? Uh, all humans, all my all my uh, guardians. Are Interesting. Humans. Yeah, I don't know. I never really uh, gravitated towards the Awoken or being an EXO, so I just made him human. Um, I had to do one each. Yeah, uh, which makes sense. That's I kind of think that's what they wanted you to yeah. do. But I was just kind of like, yeah. Um, so favorite subclass? My favorite subclass for sure. Uh, I'm a Night Stalker. Check um, out his track. Yes, check out the track. Night Stalker uh, Part 1 and Part 2. TreeCityRecords.com. But, um, so I'm a Night Stalker main, but when we get into the next season changes, I'm definitely about to be a GG hunter. And we'll talk about why. And we're going to talk about why, because these perks <laughs> seem crazy. Um, and, you know, uh, favorite meta. Uh, so my favorite meta of all time was probably, oh, God. Favorite meta of all time. Year one D two meta scout meta. 
You want to know me. what it was? It was after the Taken King dropped. I really liked that Taken King meta. Mm. Um, yes, D1. Oh, after, yes. That's when I first started playing. Yes. That is when I bought Destiny. It was Taken yes. King. That Taken King meta was just like, that's when oh, they, they just did so many things to like revolutionize the game. Like, if you, you, everybody knows Taken King is like the biggest. That was a really good DLC. That was the expansion that kind of like everyone's like, oh, okay. So. After that, um, you know, the meta in PvP-wise just changed a lot, and I think that was, like, probably one of the most enjoyable times of Destiny PvP, in my opinion. What about you, kid? I mean, yeah, like I said, that's when I came into the game. It was <laughs> yeah. Because I could see like, everyone I knew played it, you know? And it, before, everyone I knew played Destiny, but it was, like, when Taken King came out, it was, like, get Destiny. Get Destiny. <laughs> get, get Destiny. Destiny. And I was, like, all right. And I was on Xbox then. To preface, preface. Um, now I'm on PS4, but it was just like it wasn't like anything else I had ever played. You know what I'm saying? Like, except for Halo, obviously it was kind of like Halo. But like at the same time, it wasn't like anything else I had ever played. And I loved it. I, I didn't understand any of it. You know, I was lost as fuck. I I didn't know the difference between strikes. I didn't or raids. I didn't know. I had no progression because I just jumped into Taken King and it was like all these quests that I had to do. And so like I did the story in all weird orders and everything. Like I start I think I started with House of Wolves. Uh, and then like that was like yeah. and then or like I did the main story, but then it like halfway through I it gave me the stuff for House of Wolves and I did that and I focused on that for the main time. And then I came into like the whole Taken King. So I, I was just like I had to figure it out, you right. know, but that's how destiny is. You have to like learn how to play it as you play it. And that's kind of like the cool thing that I like about destiny is that there's so many ways that you can play the game. Like, um, just to kind of preface it again, y'all know me, you fuck with me, but I exclusively play PVP for the most part. Like anytime I'm on, you can catch me in the crucible. If I'm playing PVE, it's probably to get a gun that I really want. Like earlier this season, I grinded out, Gambit a lot. You did a lot of Gambit. A lot of Gambit. And I still want to try and play Gambit uh, here later today and some of tomorrow just because I'm really close. It's triple in for me, I think. It is. And I'm really close. I'm about to, to get reset. exit strategy. And I see, I got my exit strategy, but I haven't gotten 21. So Delirium, uh, um, the pinnacle machine gun, because I never still the best my machine Gambit. gun. Still the best LMG in the I game. I know. And that's what a lot of people are using for PvE right now. So I kind of want to just do some gambit to finish off this season and see if I can't reset it. But, um, yeah, if, but I was playing gambit to get a uh, Gobble night watch, which was rapid hit explosive rounds. And I did, and it's nasty. Um, but if, unless I'm getting a gun, I'm really not playing PVE. So, uh, that's what I like about the game is that you can just play PVE and still like really enjoy the game or vice versa. Yeah. Um, and we both mostly play PVP. Like we've never done well. Not that we've never done the raids, but we haven't cleared any of the D2 raids. No, I used to raid way more in D1, but I don't I don't know why. Raiding just felt different in D1 for some reason. But, like, it feels like such a chore in D2. Um, but... Uh, I think it's because we had more... You knew more people that played the game. Yeah, that might have been know? it. That might have been it. Maybe just because a lot of people, like, dropped off yeah. when D2, like, uh, came out because it was so bad, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, I don't like know. How, like, I don't know how much of your friends list is on Destiny now. Oh, it's like all of it for the most part. But yeah. it's just like I don't even. Right. It's yeah. not necessarily like finding people. It's just like I don't. I feel like there wasn't like the there's not the incentive to raid anymore. 
Like, I feel like there hasn't been, like, a raid gun where it's like, oh, I need to get this gun in, like, a long time. Yeah. Like, all the raid guns. And this basically goes... I want that Omniscient Eye sniper. The Omniscient Eye is good. I kind of want Divinity, but, like, eh. Oh, Thousand Voices. Thousand Voices, Anarchy. All yeah. the, like, raid exotics are cool. But it's like, I don't know. In terms of, like, legendaries that ultimately you want to get to take into PvP... There hasn't been one where it's like, oh, I need, I need to grind this I raid. I need to grind this raid to get this gun. And I feel like in D1, there was just like all of the best guns were the raid guns mm-hmm. for PvP. It's like you needed Fatebringer, you needed Visions of Confluence, you needed, you know, whatever you were using. So it's like, I don't know. I feel Touch like they, of Malice. Touch of Malice. Like, I feel like all of these these guns were like really adding to like the sandbox and the meta in, in PvP. Like you would do the raid, which was supposed to be like, the pinnacle activity in the game, and then you would use those guns in PvP. And, and people, when you got died from a raid gun, you were like, "Oh fuck, he has that." Yeah, and that should be the 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 progression or the or the flow of the game, anyway, in my opinion. And it just seems like they've really just gone towards like guns going towards like being good for the raid specifically, which is cool. And then not having much utility in PvP. PvP, and if they do have utility in PvP, well, it's like a reskin of a gun that we've already grinded out and have God rolls for. So why would I grind out the raid for that? It doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just. I feel like what I will say is with Garden of Salvation, I feel like it's the first raid in a while that does have certain guns that people want to take into PvP. So. For me, it's the it's the low drop rate chances. Like, why would I do go through the the trouble of even finding a raid group and then? going through the entire raid and then not be, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah, know if I'm yeah. going to get the guns I want to get. Exactly. When all I do is hear people complain about how they run the raids religiously and don't get the guns they, they like, want. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, and I'll just go grind out something else. Cause it's, and I always talk about it. It's kind of like, I can find another gun cl- just as good as just that as gun. good. And it's like, they've kind of got around that a little bit because like certain season guns will drop with the new perk. So it's like, if you want a gun with this perk, you gotta go. And that's why I wanted the night watch is because it, it's the only 200 scout rifle currently that drops with rapid hit and explosive rounds, which are like God to your perk. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how they incentivize you to do the new activities is with these guns that drop with new Better perks. perks yeah. But it's like a lot of the times you can find comparable reskins in other activities That'll do just as well in PvP. Like I said, it's very few guns that you need to get, like, play this PvE activity to get the to get the gun. So I feel like that's kind of the where the mismatch is in terms of, of PvE and PvP. But getting into, you want to get into the review? Our Shadow Keep review, man. Shadow Keep. All right, so let's get into it, man. So. I like Shadow Keep. Shadow Keep was cool. I did like Shadow Keep, okay? It, like and, and I'm a I'm a great, was, Well, I don't know, okay. What what, what do you guys think? Cuz like I I don't know. I like Shadow Keep a lot. I feel Shadow like, Keep is a B minus. B minus. Okay. Shadow Keep is a B minus okay. and I like Shadow Keep. I thought I was hyped for it. I was, you know, excited on the day of the release. Um, you know, I played through the content, the going back to the moon was cool. I love the, you know, the new scenes, the whole spooky themes right, and everything. Right. They knocked, they knocked it out of the park with shadow keep. It's I'm just dying though. And, and that's a whole other <laughs> and, 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 and knowing the difference and like 
getting understanding, you know, what is what wasn't as clear and you know, we talked about this earlier, but uh before the podcast, but it was a lot of reskins. Yeah. And not in the Eververse. You know, it was like all of the stuff you got from Shadowkeep was just reskinned. But then you look at the Eververse and it's like all this really cool dope stuff and you're like uh, yeah, and that seemed even leading up to Shadowkeep, that seemed to be the big gripe with a lot of people is that it seemed like we were getting like a decent amount of content, decent amount of new guns, um, but people really didn't like the feeling of the Eververse store having a lot of the, like the gear and like uh, ornaments that yeah. they wanted. Um, and then them giving us nostalgic ingrams instead of like ingrams containing the, the current stuff, stuff. The new stuff, yeah. yeah so and that's. I guess that was kind of Bungie's way of getting you to spend money in the Eververse store, which is cool because, again, we talked about it off mic, but they, they, everyone knows they split with Activision, and so they, they have to make their money by themselves now. So it seems like the way they want to do that is through the Eververse store, which is cool. And merch. They, they, they've been really popping yeah, on the merch. Yeah, and, and the pins and everything that they sell through the Bungie store. Shout out Bungie. Yeah. But it seems like when they do it through the store, like any game, but especially Bungie, just or Destiny, just because of the, they, their model really changed like drastically yeah. when they went to Shadowkeep, going to a battle pass system and, and including these things in the Eververse store, it just kind of rubbed people the wrong way a little bit, having to pay money for it. You know, you know, we're recording this, you know, the season's about to end in a week. So I feel like we can do a pretty good review of Shadowkeep. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not too mad at it because it's like the Eververse, again, we talked about it off mic, but the Eververse armor looks amazing. And me, I didn't spend any money in the Eververse store this season, but I feel like I still got like... Still made out pretty well. Yeah, I still got a decent amount of really cool looking ghosts and and you know ornaments and and uh, what are they called uh, sparrows. I'm just using my bright dust reserves from playing Destiny for however long. So I I wasn't too mad at it, and it's like I the benefit of buying it in the Eververse stores. I get this armor day one. Me, like, I was missing the chest piece for the Eververse armor set, and they didn't sell it until the last week of the season. So it's like, okay, you're going to get it. You just have to wait the whole season to get it. For me personally, who doesn't really care that much about cosmetics, and especially with the ornament, uh, the transmog system now, yeah. you can make your Guardian look pretty cool with, with any mod. Any, any stuff you have, for the most part. So I wasn't really, you know, I'm not one of those people that loves to fashion out their guardians, so I wasn't really. I guess what I mean is, like, the only armor that actually came with Shadowkeep was the Dreambane armor, and I felt like compared to some of the armor, compared to the armor that they released in, uh, or the ornaments and stuff they had in Eververse, the Dreambane armor was kind of whack. Yeah, no, that, that armor's trash. Nobody, and so, nobody wears you know, armor. we're not talking about Season of the Undying yet, but same with that. The yeah. leaves, I'm. That's I true. All it. of that armor is trash, and it and it's funny because yeah, looking back at the the ar armor sets that I got this season, the only one I'm wearing is the Eververse. The Eververse one, the, so the Empyrean. Cool. Yep. And that's like that's like a thing in uh, Season of the Dawn. That that Empyrean spelled like that. Really? Yeah. Um, so, okay. I, so maybe that's that's like coming that. back for something. Maybe that's just like the Eververse gear now or something. I don't know. Uh, but, but it was on the calendar. Oh, it was. It was on the calendar. Oh. Yeah. So maybe that means something. But regardless, I don't know. Like, my, All right, and that's just talking about armor. We need to talk about guns. purely armor, you know? Or content. Or yeah, uh, okay, getting getting into, like, Shadowkeep as a whole, the story, 
was good. It was really good. Really good. I think what people are kind of getting mad at is the problems that Bungie and Destiny has always... Well, not Bungie, because Halo was great. But Destiny has had, which is just a tree with plenty of branches and no end. No end. Right? It's just, we get a bunch of storylines that never seem to go anywhere. All right? And that, and you know, you play Shadowkeep, we finally get some, uh, uh, not real answers, but we get to go in, spoilers, you get to go inside of the pyramid ship, and you get to kind of, he takes... I don't know. They take the form of you, and then you're talking to yourself. It's and like it's really crazy. You don't know what's going on, and then it ends. <laughs> and then it's like a, it's like the craziest acid trip of all time, and then it just ends. And then you're like, oh, is there something else to do? And then you fly back to the moon, and the air is just like, hey, go find uh, my my dead or free my dead friends fire team or whatever. Fire team. And then that's really the season content for the most part in terms of story. That's really all you get. Which personally, besides uh, the raid, besides the raid, obviously. Um, I don't know. I, as a whole, I, I, and this is coming from a PvP mindset, I wasn't mad at it. Like, I played it, took, you no. know, a day, day and a half, and, and I enjoyed it. And I definitely, you know, want to continue the story, which is why I'm excited for a season of the Dawn, the next season that uh, comes out next Tuesday. What about the, the strike and the nightfall ordeal? The Scarlet Keep. I thought it was cool. I thought it was really cool. One of my favorite strikes for the Hot yeah. Saladoon the boss. New strikes were cool. The new strike was cool. Um, I like just the change to the Nightfall system in general. Being able to run different. Yeah. The difficulties for people like Glad and all the hardcore PvE speedrunners. Stuff like that is really cool to keep the PvE players happy. Yeah. Right? Um, now turning to the PvE side. or the Well, let me before I go to PvP. Um, the guns. I liked a lot of the guns. But like Kid mentioned earlier, a lot of them were just reskins, all right? Now, reskins are fine, but I feel like what people wanted were literally the same gun, but with random rolls. Instead, what they did was they took a West of Sunfall, they moved it to the energy slot, they put some leaves on it, they changed the name, and then they gave it random rolls. Which is cool, but when you use that under the guise of new shit, it kind of rubs people the wrong way. Because we, everyone knows what it is. Because we all know that's just the West of Sunfall with leaves on it, all right? <laughs> In the energy slot. Now, Kid pointed this out earlier, which I didn't think about. It's kind of cool that they did move it to the energy slot. So it's like, okay, I have more utility now. And if, you know, West of Sunfall was a primary um, in year one. So the fact that it's an energy weapon gives you, you know, you could use Revoker with it or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Which is cool. But at the same time, I would kind of just prefer my West of Sunfall with random rolls. And they give me new guns with Vex Offensive. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like that's kind of how, and, and not to mention the fact that none of those guns are good. Nobody uses them. All right. All right, all right, hold on, because now, is like, now we're talking about Season of the Undying Guns. Oh, again. that's true. So I always forget, because they split Shadowkeep. It, it's hard to make that difference. Yeah. But um, yeah. Shadowkeep guns, we're, we're looking at... Um, the moon guns. The moon guns, the okay. light turn. Okay, so that's even less. Nobody, you People use those even less than Vex Offensive guns. I, I've got a... Uh, oh, wait, hold on. What moon, what moon guns? I've got a good <laughs> tranquility. Nobody uses them. The <laughs> I used a, a couple of times. Everyone's on a apostate now. I know. Nobody I know. uses it. That's, and that's <laughs> another shout keep that I was going to get into. Okay. Have you tried Alter Sorrows yet? No. I don't play <laughs> PvE, guys. I'm sorry. Kids, you're going to have to rely on kids for the PvE content. It's actually, pretty, uh, it's actually pretty fun. Okay. It's like... Is Alter Escalation Protocol? Is Alter, okay, sorry to interrupt. Is Alter of Sorrow Shadow Keep or Undying? It's Shadow Keep. Okay, okay. So it's free. 
or not free, but free if you bought Shadow It's it's paid, so it's not free. Right. No, wait, no, no. It, it, it is free, so... It's free if you bought Shadowkeep and not the season. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how that works, because it, it just it's an event that happens on the moon, so I'm pretty sure it's free. Oh, that's true, though, because all the destinations are unlocked. Though. Yeah, it's just a public event. So maybe it's free? Because the moon is free once you get to, like, a certain level. Sorry for our ignorance, guys, yeah. but it's very confusing the way Bungie's roadmap is now. Certain things are free for the free-to-play players. Certain things are for everybody. So it's just kind of confusing. And the difference um, between Shadowkeep and Season 9 Undying of Undying makes it even more confusing. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot easier going forward because we're only going to have the Season to review instead of Shadowkeep as well. Yeah. Or, like, the big expansion. But trying to just to focus before I get into next offensive, the Shadowkeep... I, I, I liked it because I think I, okay I give it a I give it a seven out of ten because I feel like story was good I feel like it moved the pace of it was good but it, I feel like it highly lacked in one thing I hate all right I'm not even gonna say hated I love that quest you had to do for Risk Runner where you're like you didn't do it. oh my god <laughs> I'm sorry all right so there's an exotic quest that came with Shadowkeep and. You're like, it's not the one where you go to the outside wall again. Yeah, and you're like going to one of Cade's old stashes, and okay. it's it, it is really like just a cool lore side quest. It doesn't take long, but it's just really cool. And then you get a risk runner, and I'm like, I already have a risk runner. Like everybody has risk. Why runner. would you get? Why, why would you say like you could have used that quest? You could have used that quest for any other exotic. Literally, Risk Runner, they give it to you in the story. Like, you could pick from that. That like, could have been what we did yeah. to get Ariana's yeah. Vow or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. like. Instead, they just. And they did the same thing with the uh, the bow, the Leviathan's Breath, yeah. where you have to go to Banshee's, like. Uh, oh, his workshop. His workshop yeah. inside the tower. And I like, I love it when they do stuff like that. But I'm like, why would you have me. And that this is the thing. It was when you went back to the uh, Cosmodrome. Right. That's right. what that was for. I'm like, you had this dope, epic ass quest for a risk runner. I feel like that was missed opportunity. I feel like the reason it, it was cool for new players, but I feel like that whole like shit was for the free to play players. Like, hey, you know, this is what Destiny started with, type of shit. And it was like nostalgic for us, but it's I don't think that's why they gave it a risk runner. It's like you don't have this, you new play. You, I feel you know, like it was too. Like, you noob, you don't have a risk runner. Take this shit, like. <laughs> but I agree, they could have gave you something better, like any any of the other exotics they fucking like in the game. Like give us anything. I just like remember doing that quest. Like this is really dope. I'm glad they did this. I wonder what, and then. I'm like, wait, Risk Runner? <laughs> and I've been using it since. I'm not going to lie. Risk, Runner's kinda Risk, Runner's, Risk, Risk Runner? Runner and Huckleberry yeah, are both like, yeah. yeah. But I was like, what? Yeah. It's just a waste of a great quest, I feel like. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I feel, for me personally, as the PvP player, I'm, I'm going to always like critique the PvP side harder. So... When I'm critiquing Shadowkeep, I'm critiquing the lack of guns that I could take in a PvP. You know what I mean? So it's like, PvE, it looks like there was a lot of stuff to do. Like, I open my director, I go to the moon, there's nightmare hunts, there's all of this and all of that. And for me personally, I'm not into that, but it seems like there's a lot of content. It seems like it people, is. And, and it seems it, like people nice. enjoy it. And there's hard mode, so Glad can get his rocks off, you know? I keep shouting out Glad, but there's a lot of other speedrunners, <laughs> you know what I mean? So... I don't know. It's, it's so PVE. I think was good, 
but I just didn't like the fact that there weren't a lot of guns that I wanted. You know, there's that lantern or what, what is it? The... The, the lectern. The lectern thing that you have to use to... Uh, there just weren't any guns that, that that fit within this meta. Yeah. And it, it's just... And, and, you know, and you go to it, and then, like you said, there were, at first there were a few guns that people wanted. I There was a hot, like, three days where everyone wanted Tranquility, and then everyone moved on, you know? But yeah. it's like, for real, the only gun that people... That was, like, meta, that people wanted, was the Love and Death, the grenade launcher, because it, it's the only yeah. grenade launcher in the game that's a 150, so optimal DPS that can roll with full core and spike, and spike grenades, grenades yeah. which is exactly what you want in a grenade launcher. So it's the optimal heavy grenade launcher uh, in the game. So that's really the only gun that dropped that I personally have been grinding for on the moon. Still haven't got it. Please, Bungie, if you're hearing this, give me one. Um, but yeah, that's really the only... When I go to the moon, you know, it's like... Go to the Tangled Shore, get healing filaments, buy the Dub and Death, fuck, uh, load up the, what's the one strike on Earth that everyone uh, farms in? Uh, Lake the, of Shadows? Lake of Shadows, because it takes like five minutes speed running. Load up Lake of Shadows, and then just farm the Cabal with my, uh, with, uh, what's the exotic uh, grenade launcher? in the energy slot. Fighting line. Fighting line. So I go into the strike with fighting line, um, and then just farm until the quest is done, and then repeat for and see if I get a love and death. But that's really the only reason, as a PvP player, I'm going to the moon. So in that sense, I kind of think it was like a wasted opportunity, just not having more meta guns for people to chase. Uh, but as a whole, I think Shadowkeep was pretty good. What about the uh, ritual weapons? I mean, obviously you got Randy's. Oh, oh, the, I got confused because they're ritual weapons now. Yeah. Um, I guess those are part of Shadow Keep. Randy's is it's really good. Randy's is really good. It's a. I feel like a lot of people were skeptical. I feel like I was the only one who was super hyped because I already love 260s. Mm -hmm. You guys should check out my footage. I have some really good Black Scorpion footage from like way back because Black Scorpion been, was like super slept on. Um, and I just have a god roll with like almost 5,000 kills on it. But like, so I've always really loved 260s, but there hasn't been like a lot of 260s in the game to go for. So the fact that they were they came out with a ritual one that was 260, that was literally like the first thing I was going for when Shadowkeep dropped. I was in there with with scout rifle because because it's in the energy slot. So right? No, primary. Oh. Primary. Yep. I thought it was solar. Nope. Primary. Oh. So it's like it it was like the first thing I went I did like when Shadowkeep dropped and. And I was going in there with scout rifles anyway, just to test the meta. But it, woof, Randy's. I got, I had like a thousand seven hundred kills with it in like a day and a half. Yeah. Like Randy's is really nasty. So, um, exit strategy. I'm not gonna lie. I got it. Put it in my vault. Haven't touched it. Never used it. <laughs> so I can't. Tell I've been you. grinding for it. So I'll have um, a review on it once I get. I got it when I was doing that Gambit grind for Nightwatch. Because uh, you probably used Recluse. Yeah, because I was using Recluse, because why? Why would you? What else are you going to use with PvE? So, so I got it, but honestly, yeah, I haven't touched it, because all the all the reviews I saw of it was, eh, use Recluse. Yeah. <laughs> you still get hush. Um, yeah, no. So, <laughs> I'll tell you, you'd be nasty with bows. I, I already started sniping. You think I'm going to use bows? That's what I'm saying. No. You've already like got the sniper. Over. Yep. You <laughs> say it. I feel like bows are easier to use. You're like, kid, why don't you tell me about bows? I'm like, fuck out of here. I'm gonna have to start using bows. 
You go get a Le Monarch and just start wrecking these. Oh, these. my God. All right. But we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and give you the Unseason Among Dying review. Thank you. Hello, and you are listening to Fire Team Fire Pack, Tree City Gaming's Destiny 2 podcast. This is episode one, once again brought to you by Tree City. Boom, and we are back from our short break. You already know what it is. All right, so uh, before we get into the Season of Undying review, just mention a couple things about Shadowkeep that we missed. Um, So there was a dungeon that dropped. Uh, Pit of Heresy. Pit of Heresy, yes. Um, that is the, you need to do that, uh, complete it to get the Xenophage weapon, um, which is the exotic machine gun that dropped with Shadowkeep. That no one liked. That everybody hated because it was actually bugged when it came out and it wasn't doing the correct damage. And everyone is like, this is weak as fuck. Why are we going <laughs> to use it? And then Bungie was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to buff it like 50%. <laughs> and it's funny because that's the one that they they created the, the whole life-size yeah, gun and showed right. off. Like, and so been, everyone was so excited to use it. And... I was about to say, this is the gun we've been expecting for, like, ever. Um, so, yeah, it, that was kind of a letdown a little bit with Xenophage, but everyone seemed to really like the dungeon. You know me, I never, I haven't done it, PvP player, blah, blah, blah. Um, but everyone that I've seen that uh, has done it seems that, it's, uh, seems that just, like, in terms of, like, uh, uh, length, Compared to the other dungeons, it's a little shorter, but it is enjoyable. Yeah. So shout out to Bungie for that because that is content that we got uh, with Shadowkeep. Um, so that's part of the paid content. I think as they're doing them, they're kind of making them. They're trying to make them challenging, but at the same time, make them all possible to do solo and flawless. Right. Right. And they know people like to do that. And I think the that triumphs. that makes them easier in certain ways right like making them shorter a little bit right. and things like that yeah no and i agree because it does it did seem like uh, i saw a lot of people just on my uh friends list pvp players who were going for solo just because they wanted the triumph because it seemed doable as opposed to like zero hour which is like insane this no way yeah <laughs> like you can do it but you're you're in there for an hour and a half two hours so yeah. You know, um, you know, so you know, you did get a dungeon, which is a lot of it's content. I think there's a hard mode of that. Is there a hard mode of that? The dungeon? Probably there might be. I, I, probably I jumped in there once solo. I I messed around on the first encounter. I got like two of the things clear, and I was like, I don't want to. If I big guess, one. there's probably uh, a hard mode just because everything I feel like this season has yeah. a hard mode. Um, but yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Uh, so just getting into like the PvP changes that happened in Shadowkeep real quick, um, there was a lot. So just like off rip, they kind of changed the director and like the playlist, which we I've been yelling Put for forever. Control, big old circle right in the front. So they have control, which is uh, uh, kind of I guess what they said supposed to be like the featured PvP playlist. If you're a new player, that's supposed to be the one you jump into to get an idea for how PvP works. So that's front and center. Um, to the top left is Elimination? Crucible It's whatever's on rotation in the, the top rotational. left. The rotational. Okay, yeah. So, so top left is the uh, weekly rotational. They have a weekly rotational playlist. They introduced so, a few different ones. So, the, yeah, there's a, they introduced Momentum Control, which is like SWAT, SWAT basically. Basically so SWAT. So, for all my Halo fans, uh, you all know what SWAT is. One shot, one kill. Um, I'm sure you all were playing Middle Tree Night Stalker with Jade Rabbit. If yeah. you're listening. Yeah, you all know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> um, so we know who you are. <laughs> you, we all know you use momentum control to get the Jade Rabbit catalyst. 
you to get that Randy's. We you need you to get Randy's. We know who you are. But um, so there's momentum control. They have the Scorch Cannon one still, right? Yes, Scorch is still in there. Yeah, so that's cool. Again, a throwback to their uh, Halo days where you used to run around with uh, rocket launchers. Rocket launchers, and that one's kind of fun for real. Yeah. It's like mayhem. Yeah, kind of cool. Um, and mayhem, may, obviously. Yeah, mayhem's thrown in there. And then like breakthrough or lock, yeah. lockdown, lockdown or is still in rotation. Uh, and then up top they have uh, the three. They have Crucible Labs, uh, which is just different, elimination, different versions of elimination. Yeah. Um, so. You know, they'll switch, they switch up, like, the, this season, they switched up, like, the ammo drops, they switched up spawn rates, they switched up spawn, spawn points, they switched up all different sorts of that, just to kind of get more data on how Trials eventually is going to work. Um, and then to the right is... What's up, Todd? Is, that, is there anything in the is, right? Is that private? Private matches, yes. Or is private matches in the bottom? Or private in the bottom, I don't know. I don't know what's on the right. Um, but there's control, and then to the bottom... Uh, to the bottom, like, right, kind of, is uh, Classic Mix, which is just, like, the... It's the only uh, playlist that doesn't have skill-based matchmaking. Um, so, it's basically... It's, like, a, hidden down there in the corner. Yeah, which, honestly, should be front and center. But that's where you could... It's basically just a mix of all different types of things, of Supremacy, Clash, and uh, Control. Um and then you have uh, your comp playlist, which is now split into, uh, it's all elimination. Um, and you have a freelance playlist where you go in solo and everybody's survival. solo. Uh, survival. And then you have, oh, survival. Yeah, that's the other one. Yes. Um, and then you have, uh, or that's the that's the game mode. Excuse that's me. comp. Yeah, yeah that's comp. Um, and, then, and then you have the normal comp, which you go in with teams, do whatever you want. All right. Um, but it's all survival now. Uh, not elimination, excuse me. Elimination is what they are using for Crucible Labs, which will become trials, yeah. right? Um, so uh, they basically made, and they also made Comp 3v3. Yes, and Comp is now 3v3, which, yeah. duh. But yeah. anyway. Um, so, as a whole, they also had some sandbox changes, which we're not going to detail. Yeah. You guys play, you know what it is. But um, as a whole, I really like Shadowkeep. Now, or PvP. Um, of Shadowkeep and all the sandbox change mm -hmm. because I feel like the meta was just all hand cannons or nothing for the longest time. Nothing else was viable. And I feel like, you know, adding in bigger maps and really, you know, neutering hand cannons to an extent, um, I feel like it really opened up a lot of different play styles for me personally. I like to lane with, you know, scout rifles, pulse rifles. That's how I like to play. Um, so I feel like I can, you can really go back to that in Shadowkeep and have success. Like I, I've been saying this whole podcast, grinding for that Night Watch, and it's fucking amazing. And yeah. it's my primary gun right now. I use a Night Watch, uh, Drang broke with Zen Moment and uh, Quick Draw for those, you know, switch out quick shotgunner situations. And then my stock hammerhead from Black Armory, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's still my loadout, you know, it, it, so you can have a lot of success with scout rifles now, which I think is great because they were not viable at all, even the, the exotic ones. It was a meme. Yeah, it was a complete meme. Now you can Jade Rabbit, Polaris. The first, like, two weeks was just Jade and Polaris, and that's it. Because everyone was trying to get Randy's. Um, so I, I really like that uh, they, uh, you know, switched up the meta. They added, made more things viable. Um, and I, I really do like that they they made a, a point to change the meta. Yeah. Because um, it, was, it, was, it was getting kind of stale there. Um, for me, it, it was a big change having to learn how to use scout rifles and I'm not going to, or having to use hand cannons. And I'm not going to lie. The first, 
week and a half, two weeks of the season was a shit ton of playtesting, and that's it. Yeah. Just just going through my vault, trying everything. And that that's whenever there's a big expansion, that's usually what the first week and a half, two weeks for me is anyway. I'm Forsaken just, was like... Yeah, that same way. You're just I'm just trying out different guns, um, trying to find the meta. And it took a while before I found my footing, but now that, you know, the, the meta is kind of established, very much established in the last week of the season, um, I'm, I, I, I like it a lot. You can still use hand cannons. You just have to be a lot smarter about how you use them. You can almost use anything you can. to an extent. And it, and, and you I like, just have to play smart. Exactly. And that's what I like. It's like you can't just map across the map with hand cannons anymore. If you use a hand cannon, you have to be very intentional about how you play. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's how it should be with a hand cannon, you know? Um, so I really – and that's kind of – you know, aside from the fact that there were no gun, new guns to take into this new meta, which is my problem with Shadowkeep, I really did like all of the changes, which is why I think overall I give it, I'm gonna give it like a seven out of ten. Because if it had guns, it easily could have been like eight or nine for me. What about you? B minus still. B minus. <laughs> B minus still. All right, I feel it. I feel it. So, which is like a six out of ten. That's I like guess. a six, but I can see it. Six and a half out of ten, maybe. Yeah. What school did you guys do? <laughs> B. Oh, yeah, because that percentage-wise, that's like a D, right? Yeah. <laughs> a B, a B minus? B would be like an 8, right? Or an yeah. 8 or 7? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I, I, was, I guess I wasn't thinking grades. Yeah, but. yeah. But, uh, so getting into, now we're going to get into Season of Undying, finally. So, again, it's very confusing to try and split these up just because of how they're rolling out the content now. But if you're going to review it, you kind of have to. You kind of have to, right? Because you got to Some know. people only paid for one, and... Yeah, exactly. Um, and not, not only that, but you want to really be, I don't know, intentional about what you're getting with what each expansion. Yeah. You know I mean, they can, they can kind of hoodwink you into thinking you're getting more than you are. But really, if you're a free-to-play player, you're not getting half of this shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, um, so with the Season of Undying, there was a seasonal artifact. They had the seasonal mods, obviously, which they, they've been doing for a while now. Um, I think all of year two had seasonal mods. So they've yeah. been doing this for a while now. Um, uh you get the season pass with the season, um, which has the zero to one hundred track with all different sorts of goodies as you level up. You know, bright dust. You know, different buffs. You get uh, different uh, ornaments for the uh, seasonal guns. You get uh, yeah, mats. Mats, yes, a, a ship, which I appreciated. I like that they threw yes. that in there. You get like especially the shards. Yeah, you get a hundred of each mat. Um, Bungie, put more shards in there. More shards. More shards and more. Uh, what are the other things? Um. Prisms. Uh, prisms. More prisms as well. And this is a- another gripe with PvP, which I guess I can get to, is that there's no end game. <laughs> this isn't in general for PvP, but there's no way to but there's no way to min-max if you're a PvP player. Because mm-hmm. the only way to get shards is through the nightfall, and the only way to get prisms is by uh enhancement cores, and the only way to get cores is by farming the nightfall. So it's just like the only way as a PvP player to min-max is to be very intentional about the armor I level up and to visit uh, the Tangled Shore literally every, every day. fucking day. And, and just, just and collect just, shard, or cores. And just collect cores and pray to God that he has uh, the mats I need. And it's really sad that that's how you have to min-max as a PvP player. So Bungie, please, as you the at the bare minimum, when you reset Valor, give me some prisms and a shard. Three prisms and a shard every time I reset. I feel like that's fair. That's fair. A good PV, or a, a, you know, and then a, maybe a, don't do it on the weeks you give triple glory. You yeah, know, exactly, like, exactly, exactly, and then turn it off for triple glory weeks. Yeah, 
I think that's fair because a good PvP or, or somebody solid who's spending a lot of their time in PvP who plays like I do anyway, I think will reset their Valor. I think I did it like five, six times this season. That's a lot of mats to min-max and play with stuff as a PvP player. Like, you, I'm not going to be, I'm not going crazy with my armor. I have like two sets, you know what I mean? That but I'm, if you don't play any PvE, you need that. I need that, you know what I mean? So Bungie... But also they're not, they, they want you to play PvE. And that's kind of what I was getting at, is they kind of want to change it back to the D1 system, where it's like, those were the pinnacle activities, and that's what you had to play to get the stuffs, which mm -hmm. I get, but I don't think that, you know, you should, especially when with Armor 2.0, where you want us to play with stuff, you shouldn't restrict playing with stuff by locking all of the materials behind PvE. You know what I mean? If you want us to really min-max and play with different builds, I, I, I'm going to need 10-level armor, and to do that, I need Ascendant Shards to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... I'm not saying give it out like candy, but just a little bit for the PvP players. And there so, should be some sort of reward for resetting your Valor. Some. All, all we get now is level the highest gear, which fucking, it's going to be trash. You delete it. Um, and then 10 cores. Cool. Keep the 10 cores. Give me three prisms and a shard. Great. That's a great that's little haul for resetting your Valor. Um, you know... But that's that's a gripe with PvP. That's always been a gripe with PvP. There's no end game. Right? Or just ten, because a prism is ten cores, right? Yeah. So just, I, I don't know. But that's why I, I usually get the you get the ten, turn that into four prisms if you want. Go buy a prism and then a shard. I think that's a good little haul. And if you need the cores, keep the cores. Like I think that's a good a good haul for PvP players because as it currently stands, there's no way to min-max as a PvP player in the t Armor 2.0 system. Which I guess should have went under our Shadowkeep review, Armor 2.0, yeah. whatever, touching on it now, is that I think that they really need to do something with min-maxing if you're not hardcore PvP or PvE player. Because Iron Banner ain't it. And Iron Banner ain't it. And y'all been known that. So just, <coughs> just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Something. Something. Um, uh, but uh, season pass, so you get the hunter track. You know, you get some goodies there. It's cool, but it's nothing really crazy. You know, anything strike you about the battle pass system, I guess? I like the – there's a couple guns in it uh, that you get st straight from that, like the Plue Perfect. Yeah, and then they're in the world. And, not, and then that. they just – yeah. and so I got like a, a really good roll. I can't remember what it is, but I love that gun. I threw uh, anti-barrier on it and – there you go. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I think there's a, a, a machine gun. Temporal claws. Temporal claws, yes. Uh, and I don't really care for that one. I'm not, yeah, no, it's pretty I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty bad. But I thought that was cool. Which I was depressed because I'm like, oh, I don't have this archetype because I don't play PvE. And then it's just ass. I'm like, oh god, I gotta get delirium. Now. I also I haven't hit <laughs> I haven't hit hundred yet on my season pass because I stopped really? I stopped playing for like the past three since like Britney's birthday. Well you can buy uh, buy it now. Like however much silver. I know. I've got three three hundred silver. I, I think I'm at like ninety two. I think I'm gonna oh, you, I'm gonna grind it and then just buy like the last one, just to get there. Yeah. I know there's nothing. Yeah, it's really all you get is the uh, uh, ornament for Ariana's vow. Yeah. That's, it's it's what. Yeah. Um, I, I made zero. I think I think I made like thirty progress in the catalyst for that. I'm on rank 147. My goal was 150, but I don't think I'm going to hit it because I'm hoarding. Uh, Just hit those moon buildings. 
well, I'm hoarding bounties now. Oh, yeah. For the for next, next season, because <laughs> it's next week. So I was like, I was about to turn it on my Crucible bounties. I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to need yeah. these for the next uh, seasonal whatever, the artifact. So, um, so yeah, hoard, start hoarding your bounties if you haven't. Um, you got a week, yeah. a little less than a week now. A couple days, actually. Um, so, yeah, you get the battle pass system, which I think is cool. Um, you know, you level it up as you play. I think it's a good way to reward experience because experience was basically pointless before you would level up and get a, a whatever the eververse engram was for that yeah season. and now it's basically you it. hit level 50 and then it meant nothing yeah it was it was it literally was stupid so it's like now there's some intentionality with it so i like that and on top of that the artifact system in, in and of itself the fact that you level up the artifact and now you can kind of level up influent infinitely throughout the season and reset your artifact yeah and different min maxing things i think all of that is great and like i said for pve players i think that's all fun and good but that's not really uh, gonna help a pvp player it, so, it changed the meta a little bit though. it did it did yeah and, and yeah, that's art great. battery yeah uh, yeah and i think that that and, the other oh the other one uh, uh something coil thunder coil thunder coil yeah. yes which fuck titans fuck by the way. those titans <laughs> one punching everything oh and then have you ever got hit with the feedback fences with that yeah oh oh bungee why i'm so especially glad. if they get melee first it's oh I'm so glad that's done. Well, the worst one is where they run that with Code of the Missile, and they don't even have to hit you. Just hit the ground next to you. Just, yep. just explode. Ugh. That's so nasty. <laughs> so nasty. But the reason why I was pissed but not mad about it was because this is what they wanted. Yeah. You know, they said it was going to break the game for a season, and then it's gone. It's cool. It's gone in six, four days. And now we'll get new things that'll... That'll break the game, and it's cool. So... That part didn't really anger me. I thought it was it was a cool little mix up. Like nah. I said, that's not really my gripe with Bungie. I feel like all of the seasonal changes they made were really good, personally. Like I like the All right, let's talk about the seasonal lore. The the tower, the the Ikora's big portal. Portal or lack thereof a portal. Or you know What what the fuck are they Bungie? That shit is not done. Y'all trying to tell us I portal. Y'all really got me feeling bad for the NPC characters working on the actual portal because like, I'm like we we done killed the Vex like forty billion times. That nigga's still working on the tower. I'm like you could have at least moved him. I know he's still working on he's it. He's still like, working. This thing has been. He don't know. He's been welding for weeks, Bungie. What are we doing? Oh, I'll, I felt bad. Can we make that man a guardian? Yes, yes. Give this man some light. Come on now. It's it's a shame. It's, it really is. So that being said, I I, I the season. I think the seasonal, personally, I think the seasonal guns are, and I'm always going to look at it from a gun perspective, um, just for PvE, I think the seasonal guns are better than the, before we touch the lore, I think they're better than Shadowkeep guns. Yeah. Which is kind of, kind of weird. There's a, there's an SMG in the Shadowkeep, and I remember testing it against the uh, SMG, the subjunctive. And subjective just blew it out. I had like three different rolls of each, and each one subjective was just way better. Yeah. And it's just like I can't remember what the archetype is for the Shadow Keep one, but it's like those four guns were just better than the eight that you yeah. got. It's pretty bad. And it's like Yeah, I was like Even the Scout. Yeah. Yeah. They all had some some use and it was pretty weird because it's like me personally, I'm not gonna use them. Um, I liked that they reskinned the stranger's rifle as a three six or three three ninety. Is that what adorative is? 
Yeah. That was the Stranger's Rifle? Last Perdition. What? 390, right? Or am I checking? Yeah. No. Last Perdition's 290. No. Pygons. What, what archetype? 390. 390? Yeah. 390 Pulse. So they made it a 390. It was a it was a slower shooting one before, like a Redrix archetype. Like but a Blast. Yeah, Blast Furnace. Sorry. Yeah, no, Blast Furnace is a, the, Two, the five shot one. 540. Yeah, those, no, it's not a 540 archetype. It's a... 450? It's a 450, yeah, it's a 450 that shoots like five bullets. Blast Tradition's on a 450? No, it's a 390. It's like Bygones. Okay. Yeah. But, so they made an ordinative a 390 before it was like a slower shooting so like it was it's not a blast furnace archetype it's like redrix archetype so like 320 I think. oh okay yeah. 340 i thought it was redrix. is it 340 whatever rpm it is um it's the slower shooting archetype that redrix is that's what it was before now it's a 390 so i like that change because 390s are way more viable unless you're using redrix in crucible so yeah. i like that change what i didn't like is that wasn't that good um, some people like it. I know a lot of PC players think it's pretty good with the multi-kill clip theming friend. I know. I got that role. It is nasty. <laughs> I'm kind of whatever. And then the scout was pretty good. Optative was cool because it could roll with rapid hit. Like I said earlier, it's like a god tier perk. But 180s are kind of useless in the current meta, so nobody uses it. Uh, I'll be going in with it. Not really. <laughs> I, I see some people use it, but I'm just like... Usually they're on PC, and that's a whole different sandbox. So I'm, I don't know. Yeah, but we're on PS4, by the way. But um, I don't know. See, as a whole, I like the season, but getting to the lore and the overall problem with Destiny, the story, when it comes to the season, pretty bad. It was. Woo. I like Shadowkeep. Did not like the season. I, they I, were like, we ruined Zavala's character, but people still like Ikora. We need to do something about that. Bro, I ran I ran Vex Offensive maybe like 10 times max. Like I've probably done it like maybe around 20 times. And I and I haven't even done the new because why? Why would I I don't care about triumphs? I'm not gonna do, like do the same thing to fight an easier boss, supposedly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they kind of dropped the ball a little bit on the seasonal stuff. Um, Especially after the season of the opulence. Yeah, like one of the best seasons in recent memory, and then you you give a season of dying. I'm like, I feel like season of a, like, and I feel and I maybe they did this on purpose, but I feel like season of undying looked a lot better because it came with, with shadow key. Yeah. If season of undying was just like season of dawn is about to be, we would be even more pissed than we are now. Yeah, about season it would have been. It would have been nothing. Just Vex Offensive. What else did we get from the season? I mean, besides like the the artifacts and stuff, nothing. You get the exotic quests. The exotic quests, and that's tied to the head of heresy, which is Shadowkeep. Pretty bad. You got the the moon, uh, or so you got Vex Offensive, but there's also the Vex um, like oh, public moon, event the on the moon yeah. invasions. Yeah. So that that is something. Yeah, that's it's, cool. it's not really something, but it is. Yeah, it's something. It, it, it's something to do when you're on the moon for whatever. It reason. was cool the first time I was on the moon, and then I never did it again. Yeah, but it was cool. Um, it's good to knock out those bounties with. Yeah, it is. So real quick before we get into the season of dawn, um, well. Did we talk about the lore? What, what do you think about it? Other than the fact that it sucks. Because I guess we're, we're kind of going to talk about it <coughs> when we 
we talk about season. It's going to lead into the season of Dawn, yeah. but it's just like, I don't know. If I was like someone like Bife, I would just like be ripping my hair out at that type of shit. Yeah. It's probably like less so annoying for him, maybe because he has like, he knows everything. Yeah. So he, he gets what's going what on. What they're actually doing. But yeah. I'm just like, that's, it don't make, it just didn't make any sense to me what they did with the Vex Offensive in the Final Assault. Right. And I think I was saying this earlier, I felt like the Final Assault should have been a community challenge. If, if the whole goal of it was for all of these guardians to kill this undying mind uh, millions of times, then like, yeah, why didn't you, why didn't you just make it? us do it? Make us do it a million times, you know, and track it and then give us something for it. So, and, 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 and let's be honest, Bungie, that's a gimme, really. That like, is. every other live service game does events like this, and that's one of the few things Bungie doesn't And do. the last one was pretty successful. It like, was successful and easy. You can do way more. And they could have done it, they could have done it with the Vex Offensive, or they could have done it with Altar of Sorrows. Bro, I'm saying every month we should have a community challenge. Literally every month. I don't think it's that hard to come up with some arbitrary numbers and tell us to go fight shit on the moon. No. Like, it's easy. And it gets the community, you know, vibing, doing certain, you push the community to a certain part of the map. You can do all sorts of things and you just don't. Like It was really fun loading into Escalation Protocol and there's just like 20 Guardians automatically. Like The whole lobby's full and everyone's doing Escalation Protocol. And hey, guess what, Bungie? If I haven't done Escalation Protocol, it's a reason to go do it because I know I, know I can get it. I, I know, know people are matchmaking exactly. for it. As opposed to now where it's going to be dead. I've been grinding Ikelos SMG, you know, because that's the last thing I needed for Wayfarer. Right. And that, I don't really care about titles, but... That will be the my first title, and I'm like, that's all I need to get it. Yeah. It's just the I kill SMG. I did like maybe twenty. That's pro, that's why I, ha- I haven't been playing because I, when I do play, I just play Escalation Protocol, and I can't get a fire team that's good enough to make it past like level five. You know what I'm saying? Right. Though I've, I've cleared seven twice and I didn't get it. So it's just like so frustrating because you can't like I'm just loading into the moon. Trying going on to both destinations, right. voting back out, you know, turning off. It's just so frustrating. Right, and that's the sort. And of, I didn't get it. Now I gotta wait two more weeks. Right, and it's and that's a, and it's an easy it's an easy thing to get. Not only does it get the community playing your old content, but it gets like I said, it gets people who haven't played it, good people who can take them through it and get them guns and stuff, help you finish titles, things like, like that. Just how the Vex offensive was set up and how. The the undying mind final assault was set up. They just should have done that. Like yeah. they should have done. Well, they should have done anything. They should have given us a model loop. They should have changed up the mechanics. They could have, you know, anything. Honestly, right. But yeah, it was it was very lackluster. Like, and that's and I think and honestly, uh, and honestly, uh, you know, leading into our season of the dawn, uh review or preview i guess i think that's why a lot of people are kind of uh iffy about uh season of the dawn because they look at season of undying see the lack of content we have and they're just kind of like i don't know what we're gonna really get with season of the dawn with no shadow keep as well uh so you know i think i think it'll be really interesting to see what we actually get with season of the dawn but we're gonna take a quick break 
One more break, and then we're coming back with the last part of the podcast so we can preview season of the dawn, get into what the hell is going we'll on. We'll talk with about the, story. the reveal. Yeah. We'll talk about the trailer. We'll yep. talk about the TWAB because I'm sure that's out now. Oh, yes. I got to look that up. Um, so we'll probably talk about the TWAB as well and, uh, you know, give you guys the last part of the podcast. So we're coming back real quick, real quick. We're back. We back. Part three. All right. So now we are going to get into the season of Dawn reveal. Uh, just kind of everything that happened with the uh, Vidoc. I don't know what you call those. It, it was a it little was, reveal that they did. It was on, a reveal stream. Yeah, it was a stream that they did on Wednesday. They did do a trailer as well. Yeah, and they dropped the trailer. Was it the day before the reveal? The, right, the day before. Yeah. Yeah, and so that just got the hype train. That was rolling. Monday. Um, and they actually like just dropped the twab. Like me and Kid were reading it while we were uh, breaking. So we're after we go through the reveal, we're gonna go over the twab and just highlight some of the changes that they announced. Uh, just a couple hours ago uh, for Season of Dawn. Okay? And we'll, and we'll kind of explain why they didn't announce these things in the reveal. And they right. did. Right. So just kind of getting into it. If you watch the reveal and you're a part of the community, you kind of know that the sentiment was that it was a little Lacking, lackluster. A little. And after reading the TWAB and we'll get into it, now we kind of know why. But just kind of getting into what happened. So... They dropped the trailer, which was honestly probably one of their best trailers. It was dope. It was fucking dope. It got the hype train rolling. Spoilers. Same 14 is back. The legendary Titan. Uh, we were just talking mad shit about Titans. Yes, we were talking so much cash shit, but the legendary Titan. Are he a real back. one? You already know, like, even if you have, like, a base understanding of the lore, you understand that Save 14 was a badass and basically wrote, like, all of the Titan, like, codes. So he's, like, like he said in the trailer, he's considered the greatest Titan of all time. In my opinion, only behind Shax, because we all know about Battle of Twilight. You know what I'm we saying? We know. We already know Shax. You already know what Shax did. You know. And if they fought, we already know Shax. And a lot of niggas, by the way, are throwing my man Silent under the bus. Everyone's like, "I Silent pussy and go do that." I'm like, this man is a is a Titan too. Y'all don't give him no props, but whatever. That's that's I'm gonna leave that to to the Titan main. That's because he's the only Iron Lord to survive. Black guy. But anyway. Okay, so Season of the Dawn, though. Um, so, yeah, like we said, the community was just kind of, like, mixed on the reveal. I feel like everyone loved the trailer, and then the reveal came, uh, and everyone was just kind of like, eh, That's it? That's it? Or a lot of people, I saw this, a lot of people were pissed about there not being another raid, and I'm like, we just got a raid. Like, I don't, we already said, I don't raid, but, like, they're not going to drop our raid every two months every especially, three months especially like, with what we highlighted earlier it's it, a $10 season pass they like, don't have the resources clearly what the, the track we're on is a, a, a maybe a raid a year or maybe two yeah if I had to guess maybe we'll get one with the last season the last season probably probably because like I said it seems like they're culminating towards something so it makes sense to have a raid with the last season whatever they're ending with is probably going to end with a raid probably going to end with a raid but it, yeah anybody who was expecting a raid every season is crazy it's literally $10 worth of content so like pump the brakes alright um so just kind of my thoughts on what we're getting with the new season and what they actually did show in the reveal. They kind of showed off uh, some of the new uh, the new activity, which is the sundial. Uh, you guys know what it is. They drop you in. 
kill a bunch of uh, kill a bunch of stuff. It looks like you're gonna have the ball mechanic. Everyone knows. It. Everyone who's ever played Destiny knows, knows the, ball, the ball, mechanic. ball mechanic. It looks like you're gonna be taking balls. You're gonna be throwing them at, at the sh- at the at the <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be taking balls, throwing them at the cabal. Is it a lot of balls? <laughs> Throwing them at the Scion, breaking shields, and then breaking shields, melting them, rinse and repeat for however long. They they did say that there's going to be a hard mode. So again, all my speedrunners are going to have Aotera. Shout out him. They're going to have something to look forward to. Um, speedrunning this new activity, which you know Bungie's smart enough to cater towards the hardcore PVE players by now. So you guys are probably going to be getting hard modes with most things. So I, I, I guess I don't. Interestingly we, enough, I don't think we have to highlight that either. with the power cap going up. How do you think that's going to affect these hard modes? I don't think it'll affect it too much. I'll probably just scale it accordingly. It's only ten power. It's like whatever. And we're all re- and we're resetting the artifact anyway. I don't think it'll matter too much. And when it does matter, it'll be like super late in the season. But that's probably why they're doing it legend and not master. What do you mean? The oh, uh, like oh, I see what you're saying because the base is like nine sixty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the base will probably just raise ten or whatever. So yeah. like master will be nine eight nine eight. Whatever, whatever, because yeah, it's 980 yeah. now, right? It's 980 now. So it'll probably be 990. But I think that's why they're not doing the sundial at Master, because so many people haven't... Well, they didn't say they wouldn't. They just confirmed hard mode. Legend, yeah. Yeah. So. All right, so that, that's true. Because they dropped the Legend or whatever mode, like, super, like... Uh, on the roadmap for Undying, it was pretty late into the season they dropped, like, the hard mode for the Nightmare Hunts. Well, actually, I think it was, like, halfway. But, like, it, it took a while, so maybe... I don't... Actually, I guess we can look up the roadmap. I don't know if the hard mode is on the roadmap um, or the Legend or whatever, or if it was on the Undying roadmap, honestly. But regardless, for the P- hardcore PvE players, there's something to do. It might not be as hard as you want, but there's something to do, all right? Um... I don't know. How do you feel about it? They showed off the armor. They showed off a few new weapons in the trailer. The new fusion rifle. They showed off a lot of finishers. They the were really trying to highlight finishers. In the in the in the reveal, they showed off finishers for some dumb reason. Like they were on it. They like they, they they kept showing it, which is maybe because finishers are kind of whack right now. I think the reason. And again, kind of going into when we break down the twab, I think a reason why the. I guess I'll just say it now, but I feel like a reason why a lot of the reveal content was lacking was because they want to, like Bungie has been doing for like the past year, they want to drip feed us content and keep the hype train going leading into the season. So basically all the rest of the week. So, you know, in the we're going to go over it in a sec, but in the TWAB they said they showed a bunch of the hunter changes and they said oh we're going to show the warlock and the titan changes over the next coming days so a light bulb went off in my head and i'm just like ah this is why you didn't show us shit in the reveal because you want to keep the hype train going with and these space it out and space it out makes sense again i wasn't really tripping anyway because it's a ten dollar season so like i thought the reveal was fine off rip it wasn't until i went on twitter and saw everyone freaking out that i was like well what happened what do you expect so honestly i thought it was fine well but, they expected trials yeah honestly the renewed focus on PvP, which again, y'all need to just drop that. Bungie, you need to stop saying it because you don't, you don't, you don't really care. You just, just stop. Um, 
But, I, you know, it seems like we're going to be getting the same basic slew that we got from Undying. It seems like they're going to be re, uh, reskinning more of the uh, artifact, or uh, not artifact, uh, what were they called in uh, Osiris? Prophecy. The prophecy, the prophecy weapons. weapons yeah, yeah, it seems like we're reskinning. And that was what you were just asking for, honestly. Yeah, but. Prophecy weapons. I want them reskinned, but not reskinned as new guns. Well, they're not. They're 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 the same weapons, though. But Prophecy I need to do weapons. the new activity to do it. I want to play the old activity and get it with random rolls as well. Oh, like the prophecy tablets. I literally just want to go do the prophecy tablets again and get them with random rolls. I see. I don't want you to mask old content as with new, new stuff. Shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like it's not new. You just changed the it to the energy slot, gave it a different name, and threw some leaves on it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not a new gun. It's just a reskin that you're saying is new. Just literally reskin it and then give me all new guns. That's what I want. But um, it doesn't seem like we're going to get that. It seems like the reskinning is going to be drip fed to us during the with the seasons as new guns, but it's really just reskins, which I guess take what you can get, right? Um, but yeah, I guess it seems like we're going to be uh, getting, you know, the same shit we got with Undying. New guns, and uh, we're going to get a, a Battle Pass set, and then an Eververse set. Uh, you know, new seasonal artifact. New seasonal artifact. It's the Lantern of Osiris. Uh, you know, same shit. They showed off some of the mods, but not really. They showed us one, which I think was called, like, Fallen Angel. Um, just to touch on some of the mods. Yeah. They really, it seems like they're really taking some risk with the seasonal mods this time around. It's like the new charge. Enhanced ones. The enhanced, but I'm talking about the seasonal. Oh, from yeah. From the reveal. It, like the, the new charge, oh, the, the charge, charge with, with light. light yeah. And, and, and certain mods lowering your stats. We don't, we don't know what that is. And we don't. And we don't. So I'm, I'm assuming that's something that the sundial does. And I'm thinking that there's, I mean, it's called the sundial. It's probably going to be something that, like, you literally get, like, charged have to light. send somebody through. It's like one character is charged with light and has to do something to get the ball, or, you know, or something yeah, like it'll, that. Yeah, it'll have something because that's how all the seasonal mods work. It's 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 relevant to whatever the activity, activity is. is yeah. So yeah, so charged with light will probably have something to do with the sundown. That's actually a good point. I didn't think of that. So that's probably what that. But but they did say in the reveal that the charged with light mechanic is across the board in every activity. now. So the mods will probably only help in the activity, but this new mechanic is a you can be charged, charged with, with light, light yeah. in, in anything. And and I the, the way they made it seem made it seem like it's gonna give you like a buff in damage and maybe maybe some weapon buffs or something. I don't know. We're gonna need to play with that. And again, they didn't show us that in the reveal like at fucking all. So we're just gonna have to wait until either one of these twabs in the next couple of days gives us more info or we get it in our hands next Tuesday. I just feel like and this is super digressing, but like as guardians, like within the lore, we're all over the fucking place right now. No, but let's they go had into us going it. like evil, like with let's the drifter, turned us into an outlaw that was really dope. Yeah. You know, the whole forsaken thing, killing Aldrin. No, let's get into it. Let's <laughs> getting into the yeah. season of opulence, being one of like uh, Callus' shadows, and then all of a sudden we're back into the vanguards, like hand and we're their puppets again yeah and, no, and, and it's it's tough man because i was we were gonna i was it's on the down as last but it's it, i feel like we can just jump into it's it just, now go over the twab and then and the pod but yeah man you're right because we we talk about it extensively off off mic we always do but Bungie's story is kind of a mess and it always has been and to your point last year they had us picking sides with the drifter do you vote do you go with him and then they had the allegiance quest which was, was supposed to be a whole thing that was supposed to have ramifications in the game and 
Quote, and guess what? It hasn't. Nothing's happened. The drifter calls you a snitch. That's it. That's literally it. That's it. It, it changes some voice dialogue. That's it. Like, it's stupid. Like, yeah, I don't, but, and kind of going back to my point, like, this is what I was telling, talking to kid off mic, is that I kind of want to reserve judgment when it comes to the story until we have a full year of Bungie doing it themselves. And then we can critique where (laughs) they're going because they've acknowledged, like, multiple times since they split with Activision, how choppy the story is. It's basically a meme at this point. Like, everyone knows it. So it's like, I feel like they, they're they actively working to make it more continuous. They always talk about it. So I'm just hoping that after a year, we have, like, a clear idea of where we're going and what all of the shit we've done in Destiny 2 up until now has meant. Because it seems, it seems like they have a plan. Yeah. I just, it's, we just need a year of them... <laughs> conducting the story alone for it to flesh out a little. You know? It's just funny, like, you think about all of these, like, things the Guardian has been through, and then uh, I picture, like, these dredging Guardians going to resurrect Saint-14, and he's like, fuck, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, what's going on with you? Or, like, going to Osiris, and, like, I know what you've been doing with Cal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if there was some sort of that in there to make it, like, seem like, they're building towards that ultimate choice of good guardian, bad guardian. I can see it. You know, you can right. feel it. But it's just back and forth now. It's not, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm hoping, like I said, I, I hope all of these loose ends do get tied up because they have a lot of cool ideas. It's just the problem everyone has is we don't know where we're going with them. We've had to, like Kid said, we've been all over the place. We've been good. We've been bad. We betrayed the Vanguard. Now we're just buddy-buddy with them. Like, we don't really know what's really going on mm-hmm. when it comes to the story at all. And like I said, they've acknowledged it multiple times since they split. So all we can really do is kind of hope that you know, this year is a good barometer of what we're going to get from Destiny going forward because up until now, it's been shit story-wise. Like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like, so, I, you know, I'm hoping going forward, they they have, they have know this and they've said it, so they know it and they're, they're actively trying to not give us more roadblocks, you know? They just need to, like, Russo Brothers that shit and loop it all, to, tie it all together. Exactly, and that's, and, and like I said, I'm, I give them a year to do it, mm-hmm. right? You get a whole year of your own content to tie this shit up and give us some semblance that we know what the fuck's going on. They get a year. And then after that, this time next year, I'm going to come back, or not even this time, but even earlier, before the next expansion or whatever we get next year, I'm going to come back with the same questions and be like, look, do we know where we're going? Do we know what the story, where the story's at? And if we don't, then we'll have these same questions. We'll have problems. We'll have problems. You know? And I think that's collectively where the whole where the whole uh, community is at. And like I said, Bungie, it's on you. Like, if it sucks still, there's nobody to call out but you. So it, it'll be on y'all if, if the story still doesn't make sense in a, in a year or a little less than a year at this point. So uh, just getting into the TWAB to kind of wrap up. Oh, my... Uh, they closed. Okay, so give me one second to open the swab. But we're just gonna go over like the swab uh, for this week, this week at Bungie, because um, they just dropped it, and it kind of gives some more clarity as to kind of why the season of dawn reveal sucked and what we're gonna be getting in season of dawn. Um, so they said verbatim. Uh, let me read it to you. We'll show off some of the changes to warlocks and titans in the come in the days to come. So clearly, they didn't show us anything in that reveal because they want us. They want to drip feed the content, like we said. So that kind of explains at least a little bit why the reveal sucked. Um, 
Uh, and then ab- above that, they kind of. Those of you who don't know, they just dropped some dope videos on Twitter. Yes, yes. Go on the. If you've been showcasing the Gunslinger yes, class. And, uh, I can't even like claim or anything, but like um, they look really cool. The new throwing knife animation, you kind of like twirl it and then chuck it. It doesn't look like it takes that long. I know uh, True Vanguard was really. He made a, a couple of videos really worried about the new throwing knife and whether it was going to be good or not. Because um, just of because the- of the delayed animation, and he really likes just the instant you know, flick of the, of the, of the throwing knife. And he had some different points. Definitely go check out his video on that. Uh, but it, it still looks pretty good, man. It doesn't look like it's too delayed. It still looks pretty quick. Like you can whip it out. And I wish they would have showed it balance. A what? I wish they would have showed it balance. Cause apparently oh. it bounces now. Oh yeah, it does bounce. So we're going to, you're definitely going to see some crazy, some ricochet, some cri- trick shots on PC. I'm not to be honest. Oh no. So it's, it's going to be crazy. Um, but yeah, no. So I don't think it. I don't think it looks too uh, too insane. Um, it's cool that it one shots, but I guess we're gonna. You're really just gonna need to play test it and see how it is. But we'll we'll see videos of like yeah. oh, like uh, Sky King said of Titans and Warlocks coming soon. That'll yeah. be probably just as dope. Honestly, I, I can't wait to see the the like Icarus dash, the double That's dash. That's what I'm saying. I think I I I've, I've been thinking about it, and I really think like the skill ceiling for top tree. Warlock now is going to be really high. Yeah. Just because of the in-air accuracy buffs and the the Icarus dashing. Like, I already... I Like, if you see... Uh, Shout-out to Vanguard again. But if you see him play Warlock, it, it really... The, the way he's mastered the Warlock movement is something I can't he, do. He's like a hunter in the air. Exactly. And it's crazy how he does it. So, it's like, it, you really... Now that you get two... <laughs> two dodges just off rip and, and the dodge just makes it they, they didn't nerf the speed they did nerf the speed but you get the inner you get the inner accuracy um it, it's just going to be really interesting to see how you know top tier players play with that because that's where top tier players live anyway it goes grips all across the board so it'll be interesting um so just coming into the rest of the twab uh for those of you still chasing Anarchy, we were kind of trashing the raid uh, drop rates earlier. They're increasing the raid drop rate for Anarchy from 5 to 10%. Uh, so definitely go get that when Dawn, Season of Dawn drops. No Destin from Fireteam chat is about to be on it. Yes. And uh, like we were talking earlier with the cap drop uh, or the cap increase, uh, the new powerful cap is going to be 960 up from 950 last season. Then the new pinnacle cap is going to be 970 up from 960. Okay. So uh, it's going up 10 basically. Nothing too crazy. Um, Kid brought up a good point um, about the the master. Yeah, if the night falls and Difficulty. stuff, it's going to raise 10. I assume it's just going to raise 10 since the pinnacle or since the the base cap went up. They'll probably just raise it by but 10. The thing about that is all the people who weren't able to get to 960 or even 950 in this season, that's even further. You know what I'm saying? See, but it says new pinnacle cap, and it says it's up. So I don't know if it's going to be like, 20 levels of pinnacle cap or net from 950 to 960 is now just drops normal drops you see what i'm saying or nine yeah 950 to 960 you see what i'm saying i think because me personally i think they're just making 960 the new base so once you log into uh uh season of dawn and start playing activities they'll start dropping 952 953 oh then, yeah you see what i'm saying and then you'll just get to 960 and then the grind is now from but 60 then to doesn't 70. that and this was say no to rage's whole take doesn't that then take away the whole purpose of the grind from 960 to 970? Because you know, as soon as that next season drops. Oh, that's a good point, because everyone who's 960 isn't going to have anything to do. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, why 
you already know how bad the grind is just from this last season. So it's like, why would I put myself through that if I know for a fact that well, it's just going to pump me right back up? And I think it was Tammy or Fallout. I can't remember it. But one of them had a video talking about how kind of stupid the level system is. And he was basically, I think it was Tammy now that I think about it. But he was basically saying that 950 should be your goal because there's really no point for 960. Like, And now that you say it, yeah, you're kind of right. If you're already 960, then what, what, are, what are we doing? Like... <laughs> Good point. I didn't think of that. So I guess we're kind of just gonna have to see how it works because they haven't. They didn't really. They didn't. Ex, you know, uh, elaborate on that at all. They just gave us the numbers. Yeah. So I don't know. But that could that could piss a lot of people. Yeah. Off. That that's interesting. The hardcore uh, PVE players could be salty about that because I know they were really salty when it went to plus two. Mm-hmm. So if it's if. If that's it, all which you was have, stupid. That, that that was a really stupid thing to be salty about. But if if all that pinnacle people have to chase all season is ten levels, they might be kind of angry. So I know a lot of people will get that in a week. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, another change is escalation protocol. For a lot of, of changes you, for escalation. Yes, protocol. for those of you chasing Wayfair, True City Kid. Um, <laughs> Wave 7 chest no longer requires a key to open. Oh, yay. yay. Chest can be open upon every successful completion of Wave 7, so what? that's great. If you're still chasing armor, you're still chasing stuff like that, um, definitely jump into Escalation Protocol when the new season starts. Um, what else? Please, if you're on PS4, play play EP. Yes. Um, In two weeks, I will be grinding for the SMG. Uh-huh. Facts. Um, also armor. Armor is going to drop with every, uh, chest that you open until you have the full set. So again, if you're chasing the armor, if you're a completionist, still need it for Wayfair. Um, uh, Season of Dawn will definitely be the time to hop in and try uh, to get that. I feel like I only get the armor. Yeah, um, the weapon drops haven't been changed though, so you're gonna have to just pray to God, but, you know, take what you can get, right? Um, also, they're getting rid of uh, charged decryption keys and key fragments. Those are just being removed from the game, um, and they'll be removed from your inventory. It doesn't look like you're going to be able to cash them in for anything else, which is usually what they do when they get rid of a, 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 a source. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Um, so it just says that armory keys will spawn Valkyrie Javerins. Uh, this will m- remain unchanged and, and will remain. So uh, that's not going to change anything. Um, just going into some weapon mods, uh, the cost of slotting a mod has been reduced from 5,000 to 500 glimmer. Cool. That's really dope. That's going to uh, be make switching those out. Yeah. If you like to experiment, make it a little easier for you. Hey, give PVP people more, uh, more, uh, you know, mats so we can experiment too, Bungie. How about that? Uh, they also fixed an issue where 801 can grant duplicate weapon mods, uh, Cool. Uh, yeah. Bounties. Um, repeatable bounties have been added to the gunsmith. Um, so that's cool um, because you can like go to every every other vendor has like repeatable bounties. You can just keep getting from them. So now uh, gunsmith has them. Pretty cool. Uh, they merged the strike, crucible, and gambit objectives in the gunsmith weekly bounty. Thank God. Now I can just play, play one. Yes. Thank God. They're like, um, oh, we shouldn't make people do all three because yes. no one ever finishes that bounty because no one wants, wants to, to do, do all, three. all three. You have one that you like or two, and that's it. And uh, that's it. Um, so thank thank you for that, Bungie. Uh, field calibration uh, into a single objective, and it all shares progress. They all share progress from all sources. Wonderful. Love it. Beautiful. 
Um, they removed Valor and Infamy and Vanguard tokens from field calibration as there's no longer a requirement for any of these activities. Yeah, that makes sense. They added a new mode, specific daily crucible bounties. So one per day from full-time playlists and the active rotators. So basically they just want to force you in a crucible certain playlists with these bounties. I think it's cool. I like that. Yeah, it's fine. It's just like, here's a bounty. Just don't give play. me a rumble bounty unless right. I want a rumble bounty. Right. Um, so that's fine. And then they... Uh, they reduced the uh, completion requirements of several daily and repeatable Crucible bounties. So it seems like they're just making bounties a, a little easier across the board. Um, they also removed the grenade and melee bounties uh, from the Crucible, uh, which is wonderful. Love it. It's great. All right. Um, what else here? Uh, they also gave some numbers uh, for different... Uh, subclasses. I'll just go over them real quick. Thunder Crash, they just increased the base damage from 27 to 3200. In-flight damage increased from 100 to 200, so I can probably one-shot a Guardian, I would say, four, yeah. four resilience or less. Um, I'm, I skipped over this part before, and now I'm looking at like, yeah, that'll probably, that was already pretty powerful. Yeah, but not in-flight, the in-flight damage, so yeah. just flying will destroy you. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, then they slightly increase the amount of time that you have in the air after activation. Makes sense because okay. just my slight time playing on Titan, you stick pretty quick. Um, so that makes sense. Um, Night Stalker, they just added a short period with Vanish and Smoke where uh, if you shoot, it's not going to instantly bring you back from Invis, which is cool because sometimes your your uh, teammate will pop and Vanish. You're not expecting it. You shoot and then it's useless. It's just wasted. Yeah, it's just wasted. So this will give you a little buffer in case you're not expecting it so you can stay invisible. Um, handheld Supernova, they just changed the animation to make it more consistent, I guess. Whatever, fuck a warlock. Crucible Maps, they added Rusted Lands. Thank you! Yeah. They also added back the Dead Cliffs, Legion's Gulch, Retribution, and Solitude. If you guys remember, Unexpected. 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 Twist. I didn't think we'd get them back this quick. If you guys remember, they got rid of those maps uh, when Shadowkeep launched. Uh, just to do, cause it was really easy. To, essentially, it was really easy to spawn, spawn trap, trap on these maps. On all those maps. Um, so they just got rid of them to fine tune them. If I had to guess, I don't think. Although they could, because they did remember when they brought back, or not, they didn't bring it back, but randomly they changed Legion's Gulch into a big ass circle for no reason mm -hmm. when nobody asked for it. So they could possibly have changed the layout for some of these maps. But if I had to guess, they just tweaked the spawn points. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, so it's cool that those maps are back. And then they got rid of Emperor's Respite, which you can't really get in any playlist except Trials, I think, or Comp. Comp. Um, Equinox, which I get every now and then, but terrible map. Firebase Echo. Actually, Equinox isn't too bad, but it's terrible now. Yeah. Because um, everyone's just using Jade. Um, Firebase Echo, which I'm kind of sad. I like that map. And Vostok, which everyone hates, but I love Vostok. I love Vostok. So I'm kind of sad about that, but it is what it is. I don't love how people play on Vostok, but I love Vostok. Right. Um, they're also changing some things with the Eververse. Eververse. Um, Whole section on Eververse. They're just, they're make so they're going to make it, uh, they're going to let you know what items at at, uh, at certain points are uh, going to be only available for silver. So you can, you know, make smarter plans accordingly. Yeah, about what you want to buy with silver. So that you don't buy something and then they end up selling it for bright does. Right, which was happening to a lot of people this season. So cool. I like that change. Bright dust, they're also adding uh, the amount of bright adding bright dust to like normal bounties just to give it so make it so people can add or uh, gain more bright dust in game because right now it's kind of scarce to get it like you get it with your weekly bounties but that's really it like, like you, you can get like a thousand on a week on each character yeah so it's it, other than that you really don't get that much but 
Um, it's not bad. They also uh, added duplicate protection purchases in the in the Eververse store, which uh, duh. duh. <laughs> Why the fuck didn't you have that? But okay. Um, I wouldn't even admit it that one. That you could have left yeah, that out. Yeah, the I was about to say you. They're trying to be <laughs> transparent, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Honestly, there's a couple other things about stuff that's going away with the season, like all the seasonal activities and stuff. We already know about that. Um, and just that the downtime for uh, the update uh, on Tuesday is going to be four hours, so it'll back up uh, two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So for us, uh, it'll be back up two p.m. But it's all on the TWAB if you guys want to uh, read about that. Um, that's really it, man. Really it's, been it. a, it's been a long podcast, man, but it's the first episode. We just wanted to let give you guys a rundown of everything that's been going on in Destiny and a kind of preview what's been going on with Seasons of the Dawn, man. We broke it up in three parts for you, so you don't have to listen to it all at one time. There you go. Break it up. But uh, yeah, hopefully man. you're listening to it while you're playing. Exactly. This is the perfect, time, perfect thing to put on while you're playing, man. We appreciate every single one of you who listens to this, man. Uh, go to TreeCityRecords.com for updates on everything we do. Join the Tree City Street team. You get updates through your email for everything we do. Uh, I'm talking podcasts. I'm talking music. I'm talking anything that drops, all right? Gaming, Gaming all of it. Tree City Gaming, all of it. You get updates. Um, Intellect, got a new project on SoundCloud. Check it out. What Determination Sounds Like too. It's out free. Out free. Big's got a new single out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely go stream that. Uh, that late night trip? trip? Late night trip. Late, late night trip. trip. Uh, definitely go stream that. It's a banger. My boy 88 produced it. Uh, 98. 98. Damn, Damn Daniel. Uh, <laughs> uh, but 98, yeah, 98. He's cool, he's cool. Uh, but he produced the record. Um, definitely go check that out. Um, and what else? Anything else, kid? That's all we had. That's, That's all, all we had. Fuck with us, man. You'll be getting episode two. I assume we'll probably come with a new episode uh, after, after the season. season. Yeah, yep. after season. After we played it a little bit. Yeah, maybe a week or two. Get our initial initial thoughts, and we'll come back and let you guys know what we think, man. And if anything else is crazy happening in the, in the Destiny community, you know, any free agent switch up, we'll definitely bring that news to you. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, so fuck with us, man. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to Fireteam Firepack Destiny 2 Podcast. Make sure to check out TreeCityRecords.com and follow us on all our social media.